Hi everyone, it's Jin here again. Welcome to another episode of my podcast, Stress Bucket Solutions. The first thing I want to do is to give a shout out to my connection on LinkedIn, Stephen Clark. So Stephen Clark has just promoted my podcast. I was so pleased. So he actually did a recommendation of four podcasts. So I'm in good company. He promoted uh, Positivity by Paul McKenna and the High Performance Podcast by Jake Humphreys and Damien Hughes and another podcast called Sleep With Me, which was Help With Falling Asleep, and then mine. So I was so chuffed. Thanks, Stephen. So this episode's for you. Uh, not the topic necessarily, but just wanted to give you a shout out. Um, and, and Steve made some a great comment, which I really love. I don't think it, it's on LinkedIn, so I don't think who am I reading it out uh, when he says he was genuinely at the end of his tether before my podcast made him realize that he'd made enemies with sleep. And that was the heart of the issue. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of sleep. Absolutely. Uh, and once that uh, Stephen had accepted that, the stress bucket gradually emptied. Yeah. So sleep, it's your free therapy. Um, and it, it's its just so good for you, sleep. So let's actually talk a little bit more about sleep today and the kind of things that I recommend uh, for sleep and why. Now, I strongly believe that our current mental health crisis is because we're not getting enough sleep. If we even all of us got 10% more sleep, we'd see a reduction in mental health issues. We definitely would. Now, sleep is fascinating, isn't it? Like we don't know what really why we do it still. You know, scientists have still cut it fully. We know a lot about sleep, but not everything. And it's just one of the most fascinating and emotive subjects out there. But the reason I talk about sleep a lot is because it's one of the easiest things you can do. It, it might not feel easy, but it, you know, it's free. You do know how to do it. You weren't taught to do it as, as a baby. You were born doing this. You were born knowing how to sleep. You knew you had to sleep at some point. And so if we can get back into good sleep habits, then we can empty the bucket. And the reason sleep empties the bucket is because in certain phases of our sleep, that's when it empties. We do a lot of processing. There's a huge amount of electrical activity that happens in the brain when we sleep. So when we sleep, let's imagine, I read this in a book somewhere, so I'm not going to claim this as my own at all, but it was just brilliant. And it, it was saying, like, if you imagine when you were born, you perfectly healthy, you were handed over to your parents. And the doctor said, well, congratulations, mum and dad, like, here's, here's your lovely baby, absolutely healthy, no problems at all. Um, and, but just one thing, uh, within every 24 hours, this child is, is going to go into a comatose like state. They're going to do that quite regularly. They're going to do that for about 12 hours. So this is going to continue on a cycle. Um, they're just going to go all of a sudden into a comatose state. Um, and you're going to find it very difficult to wake them up. And you should actually leave them alone. During that time, physically, they will be very still. But there will be a huge amount of electrical brain activity that's going on at that time. Um, and this will carry on for the rest of their life. Congratulations again. And the doctor walks out the door. What would you think? To that? What would your parents have thought to that? What, if you're a parent, what would you have thought to that if that was a thing? But that's what sleep is. That's exactly what sleep is. You go into a almost coma-like state and 
the body is very still, but the brain is off the charts with electrical activity that's going on at that point. And what's going on at that point in particular during the REM phase of our sleep, which stands for rapid eye movement, this is when we dream, that's the process of emptying the bucket, in fact, and emptying your stress bucket happens in your sleep. So we put stuff into our stress bucket all day during our waking hours. And then at night, we should be able to empty it as long as we don't overload our bucket and as long as we get good sleep. So they're the two main factors. And because we're not getting enough sleep, I strongly believe that we are overloading our buckets. We're not emptying them every morning. We should be waking up with a nice empty bucket. And that's just not happening if you don't sleep very well. So often in my talks and, and presentations, I give lo lots of tips for sleep, but I give three top ones. And I'm going to give you my three now, those three that I give in my talks and presentations. Uh, and so now you know why you need to sleep. It literally empties your bucket. So please take your sleep seriously. Get into a good sleep routine. Um, get into good sleep habits. Prioritize your sleep. It's not lazy to sleep. It's very, very important. It's a biological process that we all need to do. We all have to do. And even if you say to me, oh, Jen, I don't sleep. Well, I don't believe you because if you didn't sleep, you, you just really wouldn't be alive. There's some countries that still use sleep deprivation as a form of torture in the military services uh, as well. So, you know, that sleep deprivation is catastrophic, can be catastrophic. There's only so long someone can go without sleep before things just will shut down. So getting sleep is really important. And I'm not a fan of, you know, all these things. Oh, yeah, hustle till late at night, wake up early in the morning and you've got to hustle all day and no, I am proud of the amount of time I sleep. I go to sleep at a regular time. I wake up uh, at a regular time, not too early. I'm not up at the crack of dawn. Um, you know, I'm up early enough. I have a routine, but I'm not up at four o'clock in the morning. That's, you know, it's not a, a badge of honor to say that. And actually, if someone says that, I do say, well, I feel sorry for you. I, I enjoy my sleep and I know it's good for me physically and mentally. And mentally now, you know, it empties the stress bucket. So very, very important to get sleep. So going back to, I've gone off on a tangent, sorry. Going back to my three top tips for sleep. First tip, caffeine. Oh, that lovely thing that you love, coffees and teas and, oh, caffeine. Caffeine has a huge impact on your sleep. So I would ask you to consider cutting down on caffeine, cutting it out completely if you can. And in my talks, often I'll say no caffeine, and that's just to be very controversial, to get everyone's attention. Uh, and people have like moaned at me. I, I hear a groan in the room if I'm giving that presentation in person. Uh, and I'll always say, oh, you, you don't like me anymore now, do you? <laughs> so yeah, not, not many people are a fan of this one. But honestly, it has a huge effect on the quality of your sleep. And I want you to remember this statistic about caffeine. Caffeine has a quarter life of 12 hours. That means that the coffee you're having now, so I'm recording this at four o'clock in the afternoon. The coffee you have at four o'clock in the afternoon, say if you had a coffee now, you would still have a quarter of that in your system at four o'clock in the morning the next night, if that makes sense. Yeah. So in 12 hours, there's still a quarter of it left in your system. Now, you might get some sleep, but it won't be good quality sleep. And so you'll wake up in the morning, not having good quality sleep, feeling a bit tired, 
reaching for more coffee or tea to wake you up, more caffeine anyway. And so the cycle continues. So caffeine can have a huge impact on the quality of your sleep. Now, if you drink coffee and tea and you love it and you've got an empty stress bucket and you are sleeping like a baby, well done. You, I'm going to wonder why you're listening to this podcast if that's the case. Um, but if you are struggling with anxiety, stress and depression, if you're not sleeping very well or feel the quality of your sleep is not good, if your stress bucket's overflowing, I would ask you to consider cutting back on caffeine. Maybe not having it after 12 o'clock lunchtime. Maybe switching to decaf, herbal teas, uh, other drinks. Something that really cuts down the caffeine for you. So caffeine has a huge impact on the quality of your sleep. So do consider if you sit down and have a think about how many cups and tea and coffee you have a day. Sometimes we just do it out of habit or we'll put the kettle on. But just be careful how much caffeine you have in. That's tip number one. So tip number two is set an alarm for bedtime. We set an alarm for the morning. I want you to go to bed a regular time. Start to consider a regular time that you will go to bed. Get your body used to that. And half an hour, if not an hour before then, switch off all digital media. Now, that doesn't mean you don't do anything. You can potter around. You can still, you know, listen to music, read. But, you know, stay away from the news. Watch comedy or a nice film on television instead. Um, but try not to watch too much TV late at night. Uh, and definitely don't have one in the bedroom if you can help it. Sleep is really important. You don't need that stimulation before you go to bed. So you want to relax. Relaxation comes before sleep. So you need to get into that zone. So having a nice sleep routine is really, really helpful. It gets your mind and your body ready for it. Uh, And the mind loves routine. The brain loves routine. So once you get into that, you should pick up on that quite well. And the third tip is no phone in the bedroom. Our mobile phones are the bane of our lives at the moment. I would ask you to keep it out of the bedroom. Now, I know what you're going to think, but Jin, my phone is my alarm. Well, I suggest investing in an alarm clock or something else that will help you wake up, but not your phone. When you have your phone by the side of the bed, you are vigilant. And vigilance comes from the primitive brain. I've talked about this in a few previous episodes. And what that does is it just keeps you on some kind of semi-alertness so you're not fully relaxing to sleep. And it's not always for bad news, is it? Sometimes it could be for something quite nice as well. So, you know, you might get up in the middle of the night to go to the loo. You come back, you check the time on your phone and you see, oh, somebody's like my Instagram post. You know, it's, it's not necessarily a negative thing, but you are vigilant now. You're on alert. Oh, somebody's like that. I wonder who that is. Let me check. You're just vigilant again. And that's just alerted your brain to to wake up again. And it, it's almost alerted your brain to say, well, there's maybe a polar bear here. So just have a look out. Uh, and if there was a polar bear there, the last thing you'd want to do is sleep. So that that's how the brain, the, the primitive brain, remember the primitive brain is irrational. That's how it interprets it. So although you know it's a good thing, but you will start thinking about that instead of just going straight back to sleep. So try and keep the phone out of the bedroom. So they're my three top tips I, I often give in, in talks and things, obviously. And you know them, really. And you know all the others, you know, keeping a cool room, fresh air. You're making sure you're nice and comfortable as well, not being too hot, not being too cold like Goldilocks, just being just right. So 
sleep is super important. And like I said, it's, it's probably increasing this prevalence of mental health issues. So please just a little bit more sleep uh, and you will find that that stress bucket will empty. You'll start limiting what goes into your stress bucket if you sleep better. Uh, and the, one of the first things I help people with is sleep. So I'll always say, whatever we're going to do, the first thing we're going to do is to, we're going to get you sleeping better because I know as soon as we do that, uh, it will be a lot easier to empty the stress bucket because you're already limiting what goes in there. But often with people with anxiety, stress, depression, just sleep is really affected. In anxiety, we don't sleep enough, but in depression, we sleep too much. That's not good for you either. So sleeping too much is not recommended. Now, the World Health Organization recommends eight hours of sleep for an average adult. Now, if you need eight hours of sleep, that probably means you need to be in bed for about eight and a half, nine hours because, you know, you need some time to settle down and some time to wake up. You're not going to go straight to sleep as soon as your head hits the pillow. Now, that might already be filling you with anxiety. Please don't worry about that. I don't want you to fixate on the numbers. Think about quality over quantity, like most things in life. Quality is more important than quantity. So get the quality right first, and the quantity will come. And lastly, I get asked this question a lot in talks is, um, what do I think of, you know, apps and Fitbits that monitor your sleep and your sleep quality? And I'll always say, well, the best app you've got is your brain. You should know intuitively if you've had a good night's sleep or not. You don't need an app to tell you. What an app will do is it could also raise your anxiety because you're now just analyzing the numbers. And, you know, we, we didn't used to have these apps. We know how to sleep. So we need to stop our reliance on apps for absolutely everything. Your brain will tell you if you've had a good night's sleep. And the other thing is I'm not quite sure of the accuracy of some of the apps as well. So, you know, I really wouldn't worry about the numbers. Uh, on them either. So uh, I would say, please don't obsess about apps and that kind of thing, because I'm not really quite sure of the accuracy of them. If you really are concerned, you, you can see people in sleep clinics and that kind of thing. But I honestly believe that this is, it's just, we're complicating mental health more by now creating sleep clinics and creating a, you know, more of a problem. You know how to sleep. You did it a lot as a baby. No one ever taught you. What we've done is we've taught ourselves how not to sleep with the likes of 24-hour news, social media, video games. You know, there's always something to do and, and something to be busy with. But actually, sleep is really important. So I'd really like you to think about prioritizing your sleep uh, and making that a really important part of your personal health and well-being as well. It makes a huge difference to your body and mind. And absolutely, it will limit what goes into your stress bucket and it will empty your stress bucket. So for now, sweet dreams, get some sleep, have an early night, and I look forward to speaking to you next time with some more Stress Bucket Solutions. Take care.